Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now age of radio Pre-roll time. The Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing Solutions and the Inked Marketing Solutions crowdfunded comic for this yeah podcast is uh well it's it's rather suiting actually it's the Nefarious Smiths the Nefarious Smiths Trouble in Tijuana to be precise over on Kickstarter now do not miss out on this this <laughs> this incredibly incredibly fun book if you don't know who the nefarious smiths are well they're uh they're they're, they're canada canada's craziest uh well i don't know family of villains uh they're, they're a whole lot of fun man it's 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 like the fantastic four evil uh oh man I, i've been following this this uh the series and doug the creator and um the this the, the smith's family for well i don't know so the, the duration of the podcast now like well over two years and now back on kickstarter for this incredibly fun one shot and i could say that because i saint it so head on over to kickstarter now search the nefarious smith's trouble in tijuana and uh, back this book while there's still time. Oh, man, you're not. <laughs> it's so goddamn good. Now, uh, once again, proudly brought to you by uh, Inked Marketing Solutions. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast, the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think The Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because The Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the Apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the Apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the Apocalypse is sure to have something for you. to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 315. The 315th episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast will be a creator corner, and the creators that I cornered on this episode, uh, they're, they're coming back for a second time. 
my boys behind the Dino Thrashers, Matt Coon and uh, Noah Ray. <laughs> great guys, great guys. I they had me on the uh, Constructing Comics podcast that they host. Uh, not too long ago so go back listen to that and because this is a return episode there are no origin stories in this one we just get right down to the the nitty-gritty we talk dino thrashers man so uh go over to kickstarter now and back dino thrashers uh issues one and two they're now technically pushing number two here and uh (laughs) i tell you what man it's you, you you'll you'll hear it in the podcast but i am legitimately excited uh, about this series. Uh, initially, I only had like five or six uh, incomplete pages when the guys came on the first time. So I was just hoping, you know, it was going to be really good. And the preview pages look great. And then sure as shit, oh man, great stuff. So I urge you to back this Kickstarter. But uh, if, I, if I'm not enough to, to, to convince you, then, well, listen ahead. Because here is Noah Ray and uh, Matt. All right, welcome back, Matt and Noah. How are you, fellas? Doing, doing well. Thanks uh, for having us back. Yeah, course, can't man. complain when we're on the show. Thanks so much for the support. Anytime, man. I mean, especially when you guys actually take the time to to bring me on your show. I mean, there's there's we're 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 podcast family at this point, man. I think you guys even like oh I, I know for a fact you guys have actually been brought into the apocalypse group and all of that stuff. And it's crazy how uh how, how one Kickstarter comic can start this whole relationship. I mean, just it, it, it's it's insane. It's, it's that's what I love it, about this fucking industry, man. So yeah, it's, same here, man. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty great. Like uh just sort of, you know, you, you see names on uh, you know, screens and stuff, and then you know, then you see a project and then you maybe you talk to that person and then you know, maybe it even evolves into being on the podcast. So there's there's a lot of uh there's a lot of opportunities uh, to get out there and, and talk about stuff. So, you know, we're we're happy to be back and we were we were happy to have you on because that was that was an interesting one for us because you know, we've had writers, we've had artists, uh, but that was sort of like a uh, you know dudes trying to make it in, in the, the indie comics, uh, you know, podcasting uh, realm. So that, that was a pretty interesting take on things. Yeah. And that's a, I mean, that's, it's a very niche uh, <laughs> um, group of listeners for sure. But at the same time, I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that somebody was able to get something out of that and not just, you know, relate it to being a, trying to be a successful podcast in the comic book industry. I was, it's just, the grind that goes into you know just trying to be successful in general you know mm-hmm. so I, it's I, I had a blast talking to you guys man it was awesome having the script flipped on me i think i still ended up fucking asking you guys a dozen questions before it was all said and done it's just in my blood <laughs> we, you guys are so interesting i have to know everything about you yeah i mean it was uh it was uh, it was a great learning experience for us because you know we we try to pick up something from every guest we have on and i definitely picked some stuff up from you that i'm I have applied in my podcasting, you know, since then. So, you know, it, oh, and, and it, it's just, it really, it, it's always great to have people on from different walks of life and, you know, everyone's in a different walk of life. So it's not that hard. Well, see, I think the other lesson we could take from this too is, I mean, we're both uh, people in kind of the same genre. I mean, some people from the outside could look at us as even competitors one could say but that's that's not Mm. that's not how we look at these things man like i don't think we get we 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 get as far ahead in life as if we look at everything and 
I mean, sure, com- competition is great. I'm always going to compete with my peers. But at the same time, I still want to think that we're friends at the end of the day. You know, I want my friends to do better than me so that I have something to, to work forward next, you know, because I, I, I'm naturally competitive. If you're better than me and I do better than that, that means I bettered myself in the long run. It's not necessarily about trying to be better than you. It's just giving me another new goal to work towards. And um, I don't know. It's just uh, having another group of, uh, you know, like minded people in, in this in this realm. Uh, the, the, I, I like to say, that, you know, to, to I've, I've become friends with. It's it, it's motivating as shit, man. It makes me want to keep doing this. You know, I was always afraid that, you know, everyone's going to try to cut each other's throats because that's what the fuck nerds in comics mm. do. Right. You know, like that's that's what <laughs> motivated me to do this, because I feel like everybody was just trying to cut each other's legs out. And I was like, no, I want to build people up. And mm. uh, yeah, no, finding fellows like yourselves that are also on that in, in that same the same boat. It's motivating them. Sorry, I'm, I'm fucking rambling, but. No, that's fine. I think the nice thing about the competition that you're bringing up is that it is healthy. And the nice thing is that like, there's no one that really decides the winner in this, you know, it's like, you know, people will, people will listen to what they want to listen to and not listen to what they don't want to listen to, you know? Uh, So it's not like we're, we're forcing anyone to listen there or or we're asking them to pick between cheers and constructing comics. Cause uh, (laughs) you know, you, your, your podcast is also like, you do a good job of doing like short episodes where it's like 15 minutes for your, like, you know, last call stuff, um, your, your final cutoff episodes and things like that. So uh, yours is like already winning in the time area because like ours is like normally averages about an hour to an hour and a half. for interviews. Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of all depends, you know, it really depends. I've, I've, I've gone, three hours a few times <laughs> but um at the same time nice. yeah, it's just, it just kind of depends uh really on on the guest and the project and really um uh, i i can guarantee 30 minutes out of any conversation um anything after that it's just it, it's kind of up to how interesting the guest is and i'm not gauging you know the longer the podcast the more interesting the guest it's really how interesting that's where the competition comes into play (laughs) so matt we got to go for a three hour long interview here to win win the most interesting guest yeah i gotta yeah i gotta i'll start uh making a mental checklist of the the people that i i i think maybe we can get uh three hours out of honestly the the couple times it's happened they are people i i least expected the two times it's happened they are people i have never read their work um it, it was insane they were just coming on going hey i'm some guy that heard about you and then it turns out i was like now i have to know everything about you and i in three hours i'm pretty sure i know everything about them uh it's it, i don't know it, it's completely random how it all works out but uh i i have a fucking blast doing this now it's your guys's turn you guys are back and you guys have something uh-huh. fucking incredible to promote uh we're done talking about podcasting let's talk about fucking books man let's talk about goddamn comic books yeah. i've got I've got Dino Thrashers uh, sitting in front of me right now, and I've got these 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 amazing. I've got three copies because <laughs> you guys are incredible like that. Um, uh, the I when we talked, I think I had um, a, just a a few pages, like half the book was done, um, not lettered, something like that. It wasn't complete. I know that much, and I fell in love with it. And now that I've actually been able to read this all the way through, I don't know. I can honestly say probably I'm up to like six times through on this. Oh, wow. Uh, nice. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you guys, for one, you guys were awesome enough to request a, a poll quote from me. And I mean, in doing so, I had to make sure that was perfect. 
So <laughs> I, I wanted to, you know, that, 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 that required at least, well, at least one more read through. I think that was two more. And then, um, to, to, to be perfectly honest, uh, with, with the scheduling conflict about a month ago, I thought we were doing this and I always like prime myself, uh, um, beforehand and, uh, not, you know, normally I'll just go through and I'll like skim through. If I know I've already read it, I'll skim through it real quick and be like, yeah, but I found myself reading it twice. Uh, <laughs> wow. And then um, here I am again. I actually, I just, I got through another, uh, another two reads here because I, 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 and I'm not just blowing smoke. I, I really fucking enjoy this. When my, my poll quote, I, I, I have it on the back here and I, I, I don't, I don't even remember what the fuck I said. It had something to do with like rediscovering Transformers and Ninja Turtles all at the same time or for the first time in the same book again. I don't know. What did I say? It was like discovering the awesomeness of Transformers and TMNT all over again, but in the same book. There we go. And that's how I feel. Um, you know, it, it, it really is that fucking intense. Like it, it's, it has the, the, the fun banter back and forth that has the, the holy shit. If we don't save the planet, these, these people are going to die type of, weight that the transformers brings on and uh, it's, it's it's got everything guys you guys really fucking nailed it on this and that's why you're back to talk about issue two i i, I don't always have people back just because they request it you know this is i'm genuinely excited for this so uh, Aww, i'm sorry i went you. on a fucking huge ramp well i think we can be done then i'm just gonna say <laughs> you, you helped us out plenty I'm, I'm gonna take the rest of that up no but seriously man that means a lot that really does yeah well, it I, mean, does. I mean it it's it has what people look for in comics i mean i mean there's there's no debating what transformers and the turtles are to comics i mean they are fucking indie oh, yeah. comics and yeah. uh yeah this is this is it so uh i mean for the for the people that for whatever reason didn't catch the last episode well, uh, do you guys, uh, well for one uh matt you're the editor behind this book so people get this the and publisher correct yeah, I'm uh, I'm the the sort of the 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 editor slash co-publisher slash uh, head of the 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 Kickstarter. Um, gotcha. So um, you know, those are those are my roles here. Right, right. And then uh, Noah, you're 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 drawing all this. Uh... <laughs> man, this is fucking awesome, dude. I, I love your style <laughs> so much, man. I um, you did a uh, yeah in the last podcast. You said you know you're like hey man. Afterwards, you said you know just name a. Uh, well, you asked me to essentially just give you a, a commission and you, you did it for free and you, you went so far above and beyond. Not that I had low expectations, but this thing is a fucking thing of beauty. Like it hangs in <laughs> Studio Cerebro proudly. And uh, I mean, I actually I took a picture of it. It's been the fucking wallpaper on my phone. Like it replaced my kids for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's it, I, I, I love your work man I, I really oh, do it's such you. a cool unique style that at the same time I, 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 I caught the vibes it was like an Eastman Laird type of you know I, I'm not saying it, it, it resembled that but I, it was just it, it's so unique you know it has I don't, I don't know man um, but yeah. I, I, it's, no it, it's yeah it, it, go that ahead Oh, no, I was just going to say that. Yeah, thank you. That's a very a nice compliment. But I, I've I've gotten from people what what's really nice about being able to draw this book is that I thought for a while. Well, I thought for a long time I would only be sort of like doing uh, more indie comics level stuff. So not to like 
pigeonhole the 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 industry but you know a lot of indie comics are sort of in the horror sci-fi you know uh slice of life kind of stuff you know Mm. and and so you you kind of i would show my portfolio off to people at conventions or just at signings i would show it to artists and they were like you have a very indie comic style Mm -hmm. is what they said and i think the one review we got of our extinction matt the guy compared my artwork to like you know uh like 2000 ad kind of stuff you Mm -hmm. know like early 2000 ad kind of stuff so it it was really i I was i feel really lucky to be able to work on a book like dino thrashers which is sort of a little more it's not mainstream obviously it's still indie comics but it is sort of like you know it's still like you know an action comic which isn't very common amongst indie books you know right no you're right i mean it kind of feels like it's been here all along you know i i don't know it it, it doesn't it's weird that there's only one issue it just feels really familiar um Mm. but at the same time um oddly indie too i don't know man it's really hard to describe this this is so unlike anything i've really witnessed before coming out of a kickstarter you know coming out of i don't know familiar but extremely unique at the same time um so with the with this this next kickstarter then um uh what where are uh well i i guess i could back up a little bit i'm getting ahead of myself uh let's let's just talk about this first issue man like it's out let's let's fucking talk about the first issue before we talk about the kickstarter right because now we could spoil it and people have read it and man um (laughs) if you Uh, haven't where have you been seriously seriously uh obviously i mean (laughs) never mind i was gonna say something mean um Let's uh let, let, let's talk about our characters, man. Let's talk about our pterosaurs and our uh, our, our our thrashers. Like this is uh, once again, it's 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 your your I'm fucking. I I I'm drawing. I don't know why all of a sudden I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, your Decepticons and your uh, Jesus Christ. Autobots. Uh, thank you. Autobots roll out. Thank you. Yeah. There, there we go. Uh, here I am, all excited. My brain's melting right now. <laughs> um yeah no this is the, i mean and that's what i mean when i say the transformers vibe for people that yeah. you know haven't read it yet it, it's it there's there's these amazing factions and even though one faction is very much evil and has poor tendencies um i'm uh <laughs> they, they still have some amazing fucking characters that you can't help but love mm-hmm. you know, it, it's it, 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 it's perfect and then we, we go over to our uh our, our dino thrashers and that's that's where i get like the total tmnt type of vibe man like these guys are you know they're just bros trying to save the world you know they're, they're sent on a mission and i don't know man like glide's my dude like to me i get a whole michelangelo type of vibe from glide and, oh man yeah he definitely it, is the michelangelo of the group and he's <laughs> becoming one of one of my faves and i'm i've uh if you got the the uh, if you've read the the first five pages of the the new issue glides not in them yet um mm. because we're saving I, i'm i'm saving him for a big entrance in the second issue so I, i'm really looking forward to drawing that because I, I i my favorite parts of the last issue were were drawing glide like i, I love drawing his stuff yeah man i mean you, and, and you kill it too because it, it, it's got all the action and i mean that uh fuck who is he going up against is it uh, is it jarbeek yeah, yeah man oh dude it, it, <laughs> it, it, it it's it's the perfect it's the perfect battle it, it's uh 
that's uh, Alfred brought a lot of that yeah. the greatness of that battle. Alfred the colorist, and he's yeah. um, you'll like it because his he's um he's of course coloring the second issue as well, but he drew one of the main covers for the second issue, and it is of Glide, and it's it's beautiful. It's just phenomenal. Oh man, I can't wait to see that man. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, seriously, I, I don't remember the last time I've actually stumbled all over myself like this. I am, uh, I, I, maybe I, I shouldn't read this book so close to uh, the time we talked. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I, I, uh, I, 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 it is legitimately exciting. So going into the second issue, you know, we, we know that we got a big battle coming. We, we, we kind of had like a little scuffle, you know, um, what we're uh, what 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 is to be expected? I mean, how how far are we carrying this off into? I was, uh, I, Matt, why don't you take it as the editor? You know, you you just kind of mm-hmm. you're, you're yeah. the one that sees a lot of the words. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, with a lot of superhero comics, there's a lot of getting the team together. Um, you know, classically in the Avengers, there you know they they would need to get the team together and they would they would do a, like a bit of a roll call. And we had a lot of that sort of in the in the first issue, but they were certainly fighting. But now we've sort of uh, stepped things up, and you know the the first five pages they show sort of the uh, the Thrashers and the the humans that they work with. They're decided to uh, infiltrate the 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 headquarters of the uh, the folks that are working with the Pterosaurs. So you know they they've fabricated some ID cards. They've you know they've 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 hacked some tech, um, and that's what you'll see on the first sort of five pages. So you know. We're, we're gearing up to, you know, some spying, some corporate espionage, and, you know, it's, it's, it's not going to go easy for the Thrashers once they get in. So there, there's going to be a lot of, a lot of fighting there, but uh, I'll turn it over to Noah to sort of describe how we go after, after the beginning of this book. Right on. Yeah, we definitely get to the action faster in this book and hopefully, well, not hopefully we'll sustain the action longer in in issue two. And then, um, going forward from that like what 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 i wanted to do with this this issue is sort of upgrade things a little bit and kind of take that opportunity you know with with like kickstarter books it's not like you can do a month like it's not like a monthly thing right it, it, you know it's like uh we'll be like yeah we'll be on a good schedule if we get two of these out a year so what i'm trying to do as the artist is try to bring some freshness to the look of each of the books design wise with the okay. characters. So there won't be too much different. Um, obviously like they'll all still have their same silhouettes, but there will be some slight changes and variations to like armor and uh, uniforms. And in, in some cases, some designs as well. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of using that sort of gap in, in time to sort of maybe change it up, make it a little more fresh so that when you get each issue, it kind of feels like what you were saying where, um, you know, the, the nostalgia of it sort of makes it feel like an older book, like it's been around, you know, since the 90s or whatever. Mm-hmm. But also sort of like, I think you can, we can use that gap of time to sort of make, keep that feeling there, but then also give you something new to look at. So you don't just sort of feel like I waited, you know, you know, say six months for the exact same thing. Right. Right. So it, it's sort of, uh i'm doing a lot of different stuff already in these pages that i've drawn and i'm really looking forward to sort of keep doing that but again keep the feel of the first issue mm-hmm. so we're gonna have that that dialogue that mike's dialogue is always going to be there so it's always going to have that banter 
-hmm. that, you know, was in the first issue, of course, but my designs will be a little different. They'll still have the spirit of their characters in them, but it'll be like a little something, a little something more. So like right now I just got done drawing a page with um, James Rhodes, who's the, the, the human bad guy who lives in the Rhodes building and works with the pterosaurs. Mm -hmm. And in the first issue, you didn't really get to see him interact with any humans you only saw him interact with the pterosaurs, but right. in right off the bat, you see what an imposing villain he is to the humans. Mm -hmm. So you as a Kingpin fan, I think, I hope oh, I yeah. wasn't drawing it specifically for you, but I was kind of drawing it for the Kingpin fan and myself. Mm -hmm. So he's given mm -hmm. off a lot of Kingpin vibes where he's oh, just yeah. this, like big guy. So like, that's sort of fun to play with now where it's like, you know, like Matt said, there's sort of an infiltration scene at the beginning with two of the humans characters going into the Rhodes building and they get to come up close to Rhodes and he's just this imposing, like, you know, bad guy himself. So it's it's fun to sort of play with things that haven't necessarily been established yet in that way, but then also, of course, upgrading things like the Leviathan, um, not the Leviathan, sorry, the Megalodon, the spaceship, um, mm -hmm. that's been redesigned. They've got a new base. The terror, the dino thrashers have a new base. Um, people have new weapons. It's, it's just fun. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's classic sort of action figures and, and, and superheroes, you know, uh, every so often the, the, you know, you, you turn on the TV and, you know, the, uh, you know, six or eight new GI Joes would come out or even like the same character would come out, but now he's like in a, you know, a different outfit or mm -hmm. he's been upgraded. So, you know, this is, this is fitting in with that. You know, how many times have we seen, you know, Spider-Man come out with, with a new costume and it's, you know, somewhat fabricated that it's a big deal, but you know, people get excited for, for new costumes. So, you know, it's, it's, it's fitting into that sort of classic, you know, superhero tropes of, uh, new stuff and you know if you think about it logically um, you know I'm putting logic to a book with with dinosaurs that came, from, <laughs> came from space but <laughs> but they've they've been here for a little bit so they, they they've had some time to you know hack some technology or, or upgrade some of the technology so ju just through you know the course of time you know giving them some time on earth they, they've had the ability to sort of see what they're what they're you know, what they're up against, what the environment is like. So they've had the, this time to sort of make these tweaks and upgrades. So yeah, I, again, I put logic to a, a book where, you know, dinosaurs mm -hmm. came from space because an egg, a, a, a device that looked like an egg, uh, you know, the button was pushed on it and, and you know, hark, they hearkened them to the to, to earth. So yeah, you always have to have logic in stories like that. <laughs> Every time, man, otherwise it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, well, it, but even for me, it's like, I, I like embracing sort of the cartooniness of it all. So like, there's not going to be much like, I guess, like justification for changes or things like that, because that's something I love about old cartoons is just like, no, you know, it's new stuff. It's cool looking, you know, roll with it. Um, yeah, see, I, I don't like it when, I mean, I, I don't, I can't say I hate it, but I, I, I'm perfectly fine. And I, I very much enjoy when people, you know, they don't, they don't have to explain every single little thing, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. like who gives a shit if now all of a sudden they have purple on instead of red. Like, I, I don't care. I mean, I don't wear purple every single fucking day. You know, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. to me, it makes more sense to change it up every once in a while. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I once again, that's me putting logic. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, some... you know, 
like when John Byrne drew Wolverine, it looked different than when, um, I mean, or, or like, you know, just even going back to um, what's his name? Who first drew Wolverine? Trying to remember his name, who created him. Uh, it was, uh, oh, was shit. it drawn by Herb Trumpy? No, not Herb Trumpy. It was Len um, Wein would have Len wrote Wien. it. Oh, Len Wein wrote it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it was Herb Trumpy then. But, you know, they never, they didn't go into like a description as to why, like, uh, like Lempy's design of Wolverine is different than Burns design of Wolverine. And then like, you know, burn to Jim Lee or somebody like that. Like they right. didn't like go into a description of like, Oh, why is this costume different? It's because Jim Lee wanted to draw it the way that he wanted to draw it, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Um, yeah, like I, I I'm trying to capture sort of that feeling because I love that stuff, you know, that's just, and we're definitely trying to imitate comics of that time. You know, yeah. we love that 90s stuff. Mm-hmm. I see. I, I like that making comics. Well, well really, just for the, the the sake of you know comics, you know, yeah. and bringing back the nostalgia of comics in general. Not necessarily anything specific, but just what we're used to remembering reading comics, all within a single issue. Uh, it, it, I don't know, man. I I, I dig it. It, it. it shows a lot for. I mean, as you guys as creators as well, because I mean, I, this isn't coming out of one mind you know i mean uh, matt with you as the uh, uh the editor and um uh mike mike's <laughs> mike's script is absolutely incredible man uh, but uh, the, the way you guys all work together it almost seems uh, it's i don't know you guys are clearly on the same page with this um I, I i don't feel like there's any type of division at all it seems very straightforward you guys all have the same goal uh, in, in mind as far as what you want us as a reader to feel and experience as we turn these pages and at least that's 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 how i feel as somebody that's read the book um uh, a, a ridiculous amount of times um <laughs> yeah. they, i mean i think yeah i mean well no i, I think i've read the book as more than anyone just because i've lettered it as well but i think you're a second place for sure definitely um <laughs> at this point um but i think that that kind of goes back to the origins of the book though, what you're saying. And that's sort of why we were lucky to have the team. Well, I'm lucky to have the team that I have, but you know, Matt got it when he read the script and I got it too. And Matt can sort of talk to that a little bit more, but we all kind of picked up what Mike was putting down with the script. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I had been talking to, uh, you know, Brett Murphy, who is the other half of uh, Ageless Press about um, starting a small publishing imprint. And, you know, we had big plans, but of course, 2020 sort of, you know, made everybody, you know, shift and stuff like that. So I had gotten a message from Noah, which was sort of, it worked out really well because Noah and I um, had been talking and and looking at a lot of old art and and talking about like, uh, G.I. Joe um, comics, like the the Marvel comics. Um, mm. And, you know, we were bouncing a couple of ideas between the two of us about things that we might want to do, sort of take a, take a run at that. And that's when Mike had noticed Noah's art and, and contacted him and said, hey, you know, I have this, this project that I'm thinking about doing and I like your art. Um, and so, you know, Noah was like, Hey, you know, I, I know some guys that are trying to get this thing up and running. Let me, let me run it to them. And sort of just as sort of the, um, the, the luck of Noah and I talking about wanting to do something and then sort of Mike contacting Noah and bringing us this thing that was very much fit 
what we were talking about was, but was even though it fitted, it was so much more than what we we were thinking. Because you know, if Noah and I had probably hashed some things out, I don't necessarily know if we would have had, you know, the 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 dinosaur aspect of it. We probably would have had more of like a uh, like a like a hard sci-fi, you know, with you know traditional aliens or something like that. Okay. I, I don't know if I would have brought the uh, you know, the dinosaur aspect to it. So it all worked out really well. And I think also worked out well for, for Noah um, in that, um, you know, whenever you, whenever you work with somebody for the first time, there's sort of that, uh, that feeling out process. So Noah went in working on that or, you know, trying to work out on that, but he, he also sort of had me with him, a guy that, you know, we've recorded 200 podcasts together. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we talk about, we talk about comics every day in some way, either in a text message or, you know, look at this cool piece of art that Daniel Warren Johnson just put up, you know? So like, mm. we knew that like we, it, that, you know, if the two of us went in there, it would probably be a lot easier than, you know, Noah himself going in there and doing it. And um, so I think it worked out really well. And, you know, I had Brett who was working on some things and he was able to, to help us out there. But, you know, Noah had worked with Alfred before, so he brought Alfred in. Um, so, you know, there's, you know, four or five of pieces of this project um, at all times. Um, and it works, it works really well. And, uh, you know, we're pretty, we're pretty excited about it and, uh, you know, happy and uh, it's, it, it's, it's going really well. So I think just sort of the, the way that it all worked out that Noah and I were just sort of having these internal discussions about something. And then sort of the, uh, the, the way of the universe where, where Mike sees Noah's art and contacts them and brings us something that was very close to what we were, we were thinking about doing. Um, it, it worked out really well. The beautiful thing, how all that, uh, I don't know, man, it's as, as crazy and as huge as the world of comics is, it's incredibly tiny to be able to, to, to put, so uh, uh, people with like minds so i mean it's just so specific to this all all, all together to create something like this i don't know i I don't think this is made with uh, any other creative team out there i don't think there's there's any type of substitute you could put in here to 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 get the same type of uh result i i don't i just it's 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 too fucking perfect between everything here well, to, to, to be uh, transparent, I did kick um, Alan Moore off of the book as the writer, and, and Jim Lee keeps emailing me every, every week about uh, doing a fill-in issue, and I'm, I'm not sure I'm going I'm to let those two guys in. And that's, and, yeah. and that's, that's why you're hike. the editor, dude. That's why you're the fucking editor, because you yeah. know. You know. <laughs> you don't want anybody to come in and stuff your shit up. Like yeah, I'm just gonna fuck it up. We don't want yeah. them apart. Can you imagine Alan Moore writing fucking dinosaurs from space? <sighs> I don't want that shit. No, no, you made the right bullshit. decision. You made the right decision. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody replacing Noah, Jim Leap? Come on. I I think I would uh, if if Jim Lee ever wanted to draw a book I was on, I would I would I would say yes with the stipulation that I can be there while you draw it. Right. And just we'll look over your shoulder the Apprentice. whole time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I man. promise not to drool too much, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no. And uh, I, I think I, I, one thing that's just occurred to me now, though, and I love believing in coincidences and things sort of lining up, but I, I think, you know, I think a lot of the origin of Dino Thrashers comes from just like last year being as hard as it was. And yeah. Mike wrote the books right at the start of quarantine, you know? And, wow. you know, when you 
when you want to, you know, like during last year when we just all wanted something to make us happy, you know, and a lot of this is, has to do with also just how successful Kickstarter was for not just our comic, but for a lot of comics last year, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of want something that takes you back to that childhood days of, you know, innocence and escape. Right. You know, yep. so I wanted to draw something like that. And, um, you know, we, we all wanted to be a part of something like that because I think we were just having a hard time. So working on Dino Thrashers was really great for me. And I think, you know, I think wanting to give that out to the world is also maybe just a reflection of also what I wanted to consume at the time, which is just sort of mindless fun. And um, it's not mindless in the way where it just like nothing makes sense, but just, you know, it's light. It's very nice and light and it's, yeah, it's just fun. Uh, that, I think that's that's a key part of it. So I think the three of us finding each other is something pretty spectacular. But also at the same time, it's not like we all weren't in the same place, you know, mm. of just it's needing true. something to take us away. Because I remember we did an interview right at the start of quarantine. Matt and I did on Constructing Comics with um, a really great writer artist named Jeremy Arambolo. And um, he did a book a couple of years back about this sort of fictional uh, telling of a historical event involving Bruce Lee. But we spent a lot of that interview talking about G.I. Joe, like Mm -hmm. just a lot of it talking about G.I. Joe. And I think all of us were just sort of at that time, it was the start of quarantine. Everything was really bleak, like. Like, I don't think like we, we talked for a long time, even after that interview, just about stupid stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. I think it just is something it, it was just something we needed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And a little bit sort of unrelated to, to the comic, but more related to sort of 2020 and how, di- how difficult it was. You know, um, one of the things that I'm sort of proud of that that only like a few of us know is that uh you know, we were here in the States. We were really lucky in that, you know, I could go down to my basement and do my do my job every day and then sort of log off and, and do, you know, uh, comic stuff in my basement. But like Alfred was living in, in Thailand and, you know, they, they I think they had like a typhoon in the middle of like yeah. us making the book and like we didn't we didn't hear from him for for a couple of days maybe like three days and he was like hey guys um i just got my internet back and um you know i'm I'm ready to go again and like just the fact that like we were able to you know bring him in and you know pay him a rate to, to color pages when he's you know he's going through you know COVID and and typhoons like that 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 was that was a really cool thing as well yeah, a dude went through a lot last year and we we're just so happy that we got to keep him on the book because he was he's incredibly talented and then also just you you don't want to leave a guy, you know, in that situation ever, you know. Yeah. No, man. No, I, I, I couldn't imagine that feeling. Like that I mean, for one, nobody no no nobody wants to 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 you know lose a member of the creative, you know, the the, the original member of the band, you know. Nobody mm-hmm. wants that mm-hmm. to happen. But uh, over a circumstance like that, you know, where, I mean, you know, the, the weather, you know, d- d- wiping you out or, you know, keeping you from being able to contact properly or, uh, I mean, that's, oh, that, that, that's the absolute worst. But just to know that he actually came through and strive through and to, you know, work through all of that, 
I mean, it, it, it's got to feel good to you guys knowing that he worked through all of that and is still here. He, he's still here. He wants to work on Dino Thrashers still. I yeah. mean, it's got to oh, be yeah. fucking amazing. Well, like, you know, Matt and I, we were afraid because, again, he had, he had, like, you know, they weren't, it wasn't just like a short amount of time that they were affected by, by all that. So, you know, he ran into more scheduling thing and we were like, hey, you know, we'll pay you for the rest of the pages, but you don't have to worry about finishing them. We'll, we'll bring in another colorist, you know, so we can get this in on time, but you know, we'll still pay you. And he was like, Nope, I'm going to get it done. And then like, I don't know, like how many pages did he turn out in like one week, Matt, like five or something crazy yeah. like that. Like, yeah, yeah, he was, he was, he was like, yeah, he, he wrote us back and he was very apologetic. He's like, you know, we had a typhoon. Um, you know, I didn't have internet for five days, but I'm settled. And And then it was just like, He's like, you know, give me, give me the, give me the deadline that you guys, you know, adjust, adjusted to now. And we gave him one and he just started, you know, once things settled down for him, he was able to, to, uh, to pump them out. But, you know, nothing, you know, you know, everybody has that saying like, oh, wh- who has, you know, this on their bingo card for 2020. But I don't think like a typhoon making us not be able to contact our colorist for for about a week uh, any of us had that on our our 2020 bingo card no, no shit Definitely not. yeah and uh, you know it's not like you know you say you put out five pages in a week it, the quality didn't suffer at all no one would ever know that somebody turned out five five pages of this in a week like this is never yeah, yeah. no the, the pure quality man like the, I, i'm a sucker for color honestly that's the first thing that's gonna grab me in a book is as how well the colors work and i mean this this right off the bat nailed it and it, it, it like continues all the way through oh, damn a fucking typhoon Jesus yeah Christ. that's uh i don't know I, that that might have that might have taken me out i might have fucking clapped out on that one <laughs> yeah no, not alfred <laughs> yeah. Yeah. jeez man that's yeah. that's insane that's insane um so the, the, this kickstarter it's it's live now as we talk um i mean what 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 do you want to say about this kickstarter anything new and exciting from the last one um well so one of the things is is that you know uh with this being the the second issue it it certainly has the ability to to catch up you know you can catch up in any fashion you want you know print copies digital copies um again we are doing um three covers um for each issue. So a total of, of six covers. Um, the, uh, the third one, uh, we should hopefully be able to unveil pretty soon, but I'm excited for that one. Um, and, uh, some news will be coming there. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there, there, there are original art tiers. So if you're an art collector and you want to get, um, you know, a page that Noah did, um, we're doing that as well. Um, but the big thing is, is that there are, um, they're going to be sketch covers for, for issue two. That's something different that we didn't do in um, issue one. So in addition to the sort of six standard covers, three each issue, um, there's the ability for you to get um, you sort of a one of a kind item, um, you know, a sketch cover from Noah. And, you know, you could choose your, the character of your choice. You could, you know, do, you know, artist choice you know, 
a character from Dino Thrashers, or if you want, you know, if you want Daredevil, it could be Daredevil, or if you wanted like a Daredevil dinosaur, it could it could be that as well. So like, you know, I think that's like the 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 biggest thing. It's it's you know, a lot of the same reward tiers we had carried over. Um, but you know, the I think the biggest thing is this, is those sketch covers, which I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, that, that's huge. And as somebody that actually has Noah's original art, um, that I mean, that's uh, that, all I said was turn Kingpin into a dinosaur. And he, hey, dude, you couldn't have delivered any better. Uh, it, it was absolutely oh, perfect. I mean, it, it was, I, there, there's no better. I'll never remember the type of dinosaur because I'm dumb in that way. Tell me, what was the name of the dinosaur? Or the, the, oh, the you hadn't asked. Oh, oh shit. Um, I can't remember. I can't recall off the top of my head. Dinosaurs have the weirdest fucking names, dude. Like no, no one should. I mean, if it's not a T Rex or a Brontosaurus, I don't, I don't know what it is. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> I don't uh, care. It's the I, pointy one or the more pointy one or the shelled one yeah. or the hammered one. I don't, like I'm, I'm, I'm a simp in that way. But um, it was, it was perfect though. There's not a the. It, you couldn't have picked a better one. The, the one with the hammer tail. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I would describe it. Definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and there's a. For, for people who are interested in something like that, there is a tier that um, I pitched and I'm glad they picked uh, that, that Matt and Mike were, were, were cool with us going with is that, you know, um, we have, of course, the sketch cover tier. We have sketch card of a sketch card mm-hmm. tier, which, I, which I'll be doing all the artwork for as well. Another thing I'll be doing the artwork for is that we have a tier where you can be drawn. Uh, there, there's a portrait as a dinosaur or a dino thrasher rather. Tier, so So you could get a a five by seven uh, drawing of you know of yourself as a Dino Thrasher um, or a Pterosaur, however you want to, however you swing. Um, The (laughs) the uh, but that and and I'm opening it up too. If people are like, oh, I don't want myself. I want like you know like what we gave to you, Brian, like a a kingpin or you know or or some other character. I I loved, and I think it, it mainly came from. I loved doing that kingpin as a dinosaur drawing so much. So I was like, I, I would love this to be a tier of some oh, sort. Man. That, that, yeah. That's cool. I'm glad that uh, slightly inspired that because it was it was perfect, man. It, it was. I I don't know, man. I I, it, I don't think I could ask for anything more out of this Kickstarter. I mean, like I, I want original art, you know, and to to know that the artist is willing to take this on, like just give me these two things and I'll combine them together. Uh, th- that was, I mean, that, that's every fucking backer's dream, man, to not have those types of boundaries behind them. And then you, you made my favorite thing and <laughs> somehow, I don't know, somehow better somehow. And it's, uh, I don't know, man, I, th- to know that other people are going to be able to experience that. And I- I'm telling you, uh, the, the people that are listening, you don't understand the type of joy you're going to get when this fucking <laughs> thing shows up in the mail. Like I, uh, uh, like I said, I, I, I fucking, it was on my, it was, it's my wallpaper. I, my, my kind of took precedence over my kids. <laughs> it's a thing of beauty. And even Tatiana, like my, 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 my fiance, I, I, I showed her like, uh, as soon as it happened, I, I was like, you know, what's happening right now. Right. And she's like, yeah, <laughs> she, she understood. She, it was cool. You know, she, she loves it just as much as I did, you know, That's um, great. it's, uh, what an incredible tier! I, and uh, to, to add that on top of an already amazing, you know, uh, Kickstarter that you had before, 
I don't know, man. I, I don't think from here on, I don't think there's any tweaks that need to be made on issue three when that comes out. And I don't know. I, I just think that's like the fucking perfect thing, uh, the perfect thing to have in there. And hopefully, hopefully, I mean, I, I want a billion people to back this tier, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't want it to be so many that we don't get it on the third one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have to limit it a little bit because once people start seeing what you're capable of, man, and they have your art, Noah, I've, uh, it, 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 you're gonna start a frenzy i know it man oh, i know it thank you thank you that means uh, a lot and I, I i will say that to you know for for to be to get excited about other stuff like you know you like the 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 uh i'm excited to do whatever people want for like you know sketch cards and sketch covers and and the portrait stuff but i have to say that you're gonna get I think you're going to get the price just based on the cover art we have. Like it's going to be worth the price just on the cover art we have. Um, so cover a is by this awesome um, artist out of the UK named Ian Ashcroft. And he is like, he's like Jay Lee meets um, like Barry, like not, not, like, no, yeah. Like a little bit like Barry Windsor Smith. And then also some like, uh, um what's the guy who did like swamp thing and stuff um bernie and, like, frankenstein yeah bernie mm -hmm. wrightson yeah he's got like he's got this such a cool style and he did cover a for dino thrashers issue two and i've got the original art from it like in my room right now and it is like so cool but the cover is just as awesome and yeah. um that cover is going to be awesome and then of course i just i mentioned earlier alfred's cover which is just like it's like a Superman cover. It's so cool and it's so iconic. Yeah, and that's the that's 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 your guy Glide there, Brian, on that. Yeah, one. Glide on Glide on that cover. And oh it's, man, it's it's glorious. It really it's, it, it's fucking glorious. Yeah, and um, then of course Matt brought up that we have cover C about to be announced by another one of my favorite artists who I own original art from, um, but I don't have I don't own the original art from that cover yet. Um, but maybe I'll have to battle Matt for that one. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> um, but the, it, I'm, I'm just really excited to see, obviously I, I love seeing my stuff in print just cause it's that feeling of like completion and that I've done something, which is great. I love that feeling from the first issue, but I'm just as excited to see like these guys who I'm such huge fans of their covers on the comics. It's going to be great. Yeah, and if we if we if we sort of dive back into the covers for for issue um, for for issue one, um, one of the covers is done by Wilson Gandolfo, who has recently completed a uh, a run of uh, Behemoth Comics uh, Paranormal Hitman, um, and I think that like he's he's close to doing some some big things. I think that that uh, book from Behemoth was a was a good opportunity for him to show his stuff so he he has a he has a cover in issue one which is an homage to one of my favorite covers again sort of this gi joe creeping its head back here um there was a uh gi joe 53 um there was a mike zek cover where it's just snake eyes holding an uzi um mm -hmm. sort of up and so we did that one um we have a cover by um Leonard Wu, who is an actor, um, he was uh, online pals with with Mike. Um, he did that one. That one's awesome. It's a 
it's very sort of like 90s X-Men, two, two characters fighting. And then um, Travis Wells, who, you know, there's going to be some ageless uh, press information coming about um, him pretty soon. He did a really good cover to, to one of, of Tor. Um, and all three covers of those were colored by uh, a guy that I've worked with in the past, Ertan Sehan. Um, he's uh, he did some he did some great job. Uh, he did a great job coloring those issues. So there's you know three really awesome covers on issue one as well. Yeah, I've got them all here in front of me. I did not realize. I actually I have <laughs> Paranormal Hitman number one on my wall because it was a great homage to ASM one twenty nine. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's it's a beautiful fucking cover. I didn't realize that I I uh, I didn't make this connection until now. Jesus yeah, get Christ. that Wilson cover while he's you know, so you can say you knew him when you know that yeah, like because it'll be like hopefully I think it'll be worth something just based on the cover without with Wilson's artwork. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, congrats on that grab. Cause this, this dude's a fucking beast. I mean, all three of these covers are monsters. No doubt. I did not realize the, 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 <laughs> the grab that you had with Wilson here though, man, that's, that's amazing. Jesus Christ. Well, I um, made my, I made my f- very first comic uh, with Wilson roughly, uh, roughly five years ago now um, when I was looking to, to do my first book on Kickstarter uh, digital forever. I, I put out a, uh, I put out a call on a Facebook group that, you know, I was, I was really serious about this and um, I was looking for, for an artist. And it, I also put in there, that it was a paying job. And as soon as you do that, you're just, <laughs> yep. your inboxes, your inboxes is full. So I was going through a lot of, a lot of art, you know, and, you know, it's a lot of pinups, a lot of this sort of, and it's it, this is cool if this is what you're into, but it was like a lot of like, you know, like Dragon Ball Z sort of type art. And I'm like, ah, it's not really a good fit. And Wilson sent me this amazing page, two page, sp- almost two page spread that he did. It sort of had some inset panels in it that was telling the story. It was just this zombie story that he did. And like, um, I was like, yep, yeah, that's the guy right there. Um, and, you know, he did, he did my very first book um and you know since then he's he's continued to improve and uh he's yeah he's he's really talented as well on those uh paranormal hitman books he's the uh he is the artist the colorist and the letterer on that so he's 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 a very talented uh he's a very talented guy so yeah he's he has a cover in an issue one man uh, awesome i'm so happy i have it right here here it is right in front of me <laughs> look at me lucky guy and the, you're still you can get it in the uh just by back in this this kickstarter as well right because I, I would imagine that you you guys offer the physical yep. copies of the first issues in here yes we do uh, oh yep. man what a deal and i'm looking at this too your you guys' price point is um ridiculously reasonable um i've 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 paid so much more for so much less on a kickstarter um this is this is incredible man i i I, yeah that was one thing that was really important to us i mean i understand you know different situations for for different people and i would never really yeah i'm not saying that if this is the course of action that you want to take that that's the wrong one but like sometimes i'll go on a kickstarter and it's like $15 $15 for a PDF. And I'm just like, right away, I'm just like, hmm, that's, mm-hmm. I, 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 that's, that's hard for me to, 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 to stomach. But like, you know, we, we're not 
we're not going to get rich off of this. We're, and we're not looking to get rich off of it. You know, we looked at sort of what our unit cost to, to print an issue was. And it's not, it's not that much higher than what we're, what we're selling it for. It, it, it's rounded up by 50, 60 cents, maybe like it's, you know, so that's one of the reasons why, you know, the, the price points are where they are is like, you know, we did the budgeting and we're like, all right, if we print this many, it's going to be X dollars and X cents like per issue or per, per unit cost. So like, what can we, what can we really, you know, round this up to, to, to make it, you know, worthwhile for us but also worthwhile for the reader and we we're under no illusion that like you know we're competing for for people's attention and people's dollars and like you know a batman book or a spider-man book that's that's a proven commodity to to somebody um you know and for them to sort of part with their three to four dollars for that um isn't that hard but if you know we came there with this you know sort of really extreme sort of superhero book and it was like you know this is eight dollars you know they might go hey i'm gonna take my i'm gonna take my four dollars to to spider-man i'm gonna take my four dollars to batman but you know by trying to keep these prices as as reasonable as we could um we're hoping that it allows people to to take the chances and if you know print things are not your thing i mean they're certainly my thing i'm sitting here surrounded by mm -hmm. short boxes but you know, if you if you want to read it on a tablet, you want to you know, you can you can you can do it that way as well. You know, if you want to just you know inst um, you know hopefully a few days after the Kickstarter closes, we're going to go in there, we're going to hit that button, and the digital copies are going to come out. You know, and then shortly after that, the, the print copies are going to start hitting the mail. But if you know if 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 digital is your thing, you you, you can do that for well uh, as well, and that's even a even a lower sort of price commitment because. Um, you know, again, when I look at those Kickstarters and I'm not disparaging anybody who does this, cause I don't, you know, they, they might have a, a larger page counter. They, they, they might have other production costs that we don't have, but like, you know, you can get a digital copy for, for two, three bucks, you know, and there's no shipping involved and it's going to go, it's going to go directly to your inbox and you yeah, be you'll be to, the first one to read it. You'll be able to read it before I get it to, I mean, yeah. cause I'm going to wait for the print. So, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. So. Yeah, so that's that's that was one of the things that, that when we sort of did the budget, it was very important to us. Yeah, well, I I think you nailed it too. I I like that you brought up the fact that you know you can go to a Kickstarter, and I, I think that's kind of unfortunately it turns a lot of people away. Um, luckily, someone like myself, I've seen enough Kickstarters to know that okay, well that's you know that that's abnormal twenty dollars for a PDF or whatever, and you know. It's, sure there may be reasonings behind that which i may or may not agree with but mm -hmm. you you're never going to argue with three dollars like i mean you walk a mile down the road in a city you could find three dollars if you look hard enough it's 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 not i don't know it's, it's not that big of a commitment so it's and to know that you know you 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 offer that up uh and knowing that it's not gonna i mean three dollars that's not gonna make that huge of a dent and your 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 funding, you know, um, a lot of people that they put it at fifteen dollars just to be like, okay, well, no matter what, it's at least going to be noticeable when someone backs, you know. Mm -hmm. um, you're, you're you're not that's that's not what you're going for. Like your motives are more pure in that sense. Like you just want people to read the shit. 
you know, and hopefully, you know, one person at $3 tells three other people like, Hey man, like oh, for less than 20 bucks, we can all have our own digital copy of this thing. You know, it's, I, I don't know. I, I think it's, I think it's smart doing it this way and having a, a lower price point like this. Um, yeah. You sure you have to reach more people, but in the end, isn't that what you want? You want yeah. it to reach more people. You know, if you reach your stretch or your funding goal and it only takes 12 people to do it, then I mean, what are you really accomplishing? You could have handed that out for, you know, 12 people. I, I don't know. I, just, I, I like I like your guys' uh, motives and reasoning behind this. It, once again, it just kind of shows purity towards the uh, the art of comics itself. Yeah, I, a couple of interviews Noah and I have done recently. Um, I, I, I've had a couple of sort of eye-opening experiences where, where people are like, you know, I don't necessarily look at that that funding goal as much as I look at the the, the backer count. You know, it's like, you know, I, I look at like Dino Thrashers one, and it's is it sometimes it's just crazy to me that like, you know, close to two hundred people, yeah. you know, got a copy of that book. You know, or, or you know, right now we're 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 just under a hundred you know backers. So you know, if if things sort of progress this way, you know another 200 people. I know some of those are going to be repeat customers, but like 200 books are going to go out to, to people to, to read. And uh, so that's just, that's just really crazy to me um, is it, that, you know, we're able to, 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 to reach, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a small audience, but it, it, you know, it's, 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 it's crazy to me sometimes to think that, you know, close to 200 people are interested in, 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 in reading a book that, you know, Noah and I have been, been working on for, you know, six to eight months and in, in various stages. So it, it's, it's, it's the, it, it's the, it's the, the almost, you know, again, it's sort of like how many people can we affect or how many people can we, can we, can we get a book to is, is, is almost as, I think it's more important to us than, you know, being able to say, you know, I, I mean, certainly I, I'll take this, but you know, it, I, it, I, $11,000 in, in 12, in 12 minutes, like that would be really cool to say, but it's also really cool to say, you know, 200 people are are, are going to get this book and, you know, going to be able to, to look at the art and, and enjoy reading it, hopefully enjoy reading it or, you know, have a, you know, they decide that they want something different. They want something light and they, they look at their stack and, you know, everything is dark and dreary and, you know, Daredevil and Batman are standing on, uh, you know, tops of buildings in the in the dark rain, or you know, they could you know pick up this really colorful book where dinosaurs are punching each other in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, I kind of I'm leaning towards the uh, the dino punching there because I, I I've I've read Batman. You know, like this is <laughs> this is all this is amazing. Um, so but I. I like the points you make with that, though. Um, you know, like 200 people, uh, 200 people uh, in comics, it may not seem like a lot, but 200 people reading your book in comics, like that, that's, that's a lot of people. Um, if you think about it in perspective, uh, when it comes to, to, to indie comics, you know, mm-hmm. um, take, a, I don't know, what was it? Uh, off the top of my head, Canto. What did that have like a 9,000 print run or something like that? Not huge, not huge. Mm-hmm. Um, it turning into a fucking movie. I mean, it, it doesn't take a lot of people for all of a sudden, you know, people start talking about it, uh, you know, and it, it blows up and it starts this cult following. 
what was it tmnt how many uh, what was the like print run on the like the first uh turtles book i mean it was it was nothing mm -hmm. it's absolutely nothing and look how huge it is it only takes a couple hundred people to 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 get the word out and yeah. um uh yeah it's, i know a number like that uh, in the scale of things doesn't seem like much but it's somebody that understands the uh the economics and how this industry works i mean that's that's huge. It's absolutely huge. You get 200 people to, to read something that, I don't know, uh, was just a, a thought in some random person's brain, you know, a, a few months ago. Like, that's, uh, that, that's, that's gnarly, man. I think that's a huge success. <laughs> so yeah. it's, uh, I'm, 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 I don't know. I'm going to keep saying this, man. I'm, I'm loving where this, this, this series is going. I, I love what you guys are doing. Um, I, like I said, it's, it's, it's comic purity this is what i want in comics i want to have fun it still has weight you know i can't wait to see what happens in the next issue it's not just like oh you know that was fun and when the next one comes along it no i i really want to see you know like i, I want to see these guys throw down you know we got a battle but i want to see a war you know and mm -hmm. i want to see the build-up to the war and um you guys created that either that, that that desire through you know just quality creating essentially um so yeah i don't know man I, I i see this i see this series doing big big things you know you guys get four or five fucking comics out there or issues out there you guys get your first completed volume and uh i think it's just a matter of fucking time if not before that i mean there's still what as we talk 11 days to go it could happen within 11 days <laughs> who knows man <laughs> this is, uh, you, you, you never know but this is when it comes to potential, this is this is the one for me. I don't know if I've seen a Kickstarter with as much potential as this one for an insane cult following. It's gonna live forever. I love these characters. It's uh, I don't know, man. I'm gonna keep rambling. If I don't, uh, you guys gotta shut me the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like it's it's a, it's making me feel so reassured. It's great. Thank you. Thanks for feeding my ego. It's great. Oh, right um, well, no. uh, you're going to get plenty of it once uh, the cons start. Are you guys, do you guys have any cons planned out now that that's kind of starting to, to become a reality? Yeah, um, we are definitely, um, well, not, I can't say definitely. Um, we're, we're strongly leaning towards um, Awesome Con in DC in the August uh, timeframe and Baltimore. Um, I think that's in, in October. Um, so those are two shows that we're definitely going to do. And as long as nothing happens, uh, Heroes Con 2022 is going to be, uh, is going to be a, a date that I, I still have circled on my calendar. Cause I can't believe I've missed two years of, of Heroes Con. Oh man. Well, that, that's it. I just dawned on it. Like, I actually, I think you guys are the first person I asked, you know, like, what are the cons planned this year? Like, this is, this is exciting to know that we're, that we're actually scheduling shit now. And, you know, I don't know, um, uh, here out in Denver, it's like Fan Expo Denver. They, they're still not sure if they're going to do it. You know, it, it sounds like if they do, it's going to be close to Christmas or whatever. And I don't expect, I, I don't know. I, I feel like all the big major ones are all going to be towards the end of the year. So I don't expect a big thing for Denver. And we're trying to roll out this whole new thing. It went from Denver Pop Culture Con and now it's Denver Fan Expo. And uh, I don't know. Um, I don't have a whole lot of hope locally um, out here. But I, I tell you what, 2022, man, I would love to see you guys out here in Denver. I think you guys have 
quite the <laughs> quite the fucking gathering at your table no doubt about it man i think uh, i don't know I, I think once you you get a couple of cons under your belt because i don't think you guys haven't had that opportunity yet for people to come up and say hey man holy shit this is amazing sign my book you know uh, here's a cgc guy next to me get a fucking witness and slab to send out <laughs> i mean it's that that's coming um and I, I don't know i'm excited to see how that how much more that motivates you guys as creators? Cause I know this is something that every creator looks forward to and COVID fucked that for so many new creators this year. And, uh, I don't know, man, I, I, I can't, I, I'm excited for you. I'm going to stop saying I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we, yeah, we love to come to Denver. That'd be awesome. I mean, I just, just like to, I mean, I love all the, the conventions out here on the East coast, but I'd love to see how you guys do it on the West coast. It's, uh, that's definitely a goal for me in the next couple of years. Yeah, well, I, I mean, we our stand, uh, we 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 haven't done shit yet, man. <laughs> like here yeah. in Denver, it's it's a uh, we had a couple of good years and then it's slowly declined, and that's that's why it's going through this massive revamp. So I mean, I don't, I don't, I really don't know what to expect. Um, if I want good cons, like I, I have to go out to Chicago, you know, C two E two, things like that. But um, I don't know, I I. I uh, regardless i mean it's not like they're terrible you know it's just it, they're they're not as organized as you know baltimore and emerald city and new york and all that other stuff but it's under a big name now with fan expo so yeah high hopes high hopes um so yeah I, like i said when if you guys do make it out here i wouldn't come out here with the <laughs> super high expectations after coming out to to new york just know that my big dumb ass is going to be at your table <laughs> all yeah. three days <laughs> that'd be the main reason to go out there man oh man you guys are too kind um geez guys i i feel like i've I've taken quite a bit of your time now. Um, it's it's so much later out there. Ten o'clock and talking to me. Jesus, how lucky am I? Um, you're, you're awesome, man. No, so we're, cool. we're, yeah. This is this is this is what uh, Noah and I do. Maybe three or four uh, nights a week. So yep. so we're up for it. Right totally, on, man. Uh, well, this is this really has been an absolute joy. I can't I can't wait to. I've looked at the preview pages now. Um, I'm. I'm this is an amazing campaign. I can't wait till uh, I can't wait till the second issue's in my hand, man. All all three of them. And I actually, as we talked, I, I low key upped my uh, <laughs> up my backing too. I'm getting one of those fucking um, blanks. Uh, I'm, I'm, I need more. I need more Noah art, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you turned me into a collector now. Um, yeah, oh, I think you, I think you were I think you were well on your way uh, <laughs> before before uh, before Noah entered the picture. I, I've seen the, I've seen those Wednesday Hall um, pictures. Yeah, man. Oh you man, got, it's nasty. Yeah, thanks for what you do for the industry on a course collectors level, but also on a podcast level. What you do is very invaluable. So thank you so much. Oh, yeah, I, those 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 FOCs, those those are really important. You know, when we have yeah, folks definitely. when we have folks on that, you know, they might have a book in previews and you know, they're in the the, the back part of the 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 catalog. And you know, a lot of times we, we remind folks that, you know, it's it's important if you want this book, you're probably gonna have to call your shop and say, Hey, you know, this this book I, I heard about sounds cool. I looked it up. Can can you get me one? Like, you yeah. know that that that's really the only way that those those folks stand a chance. So I I uh, I, I love the uh, the the final order cutoff ones that that you do. 
I appreciate that, man. I do. Uh, it was actually, I, I was inspired by doing that because, you know, I, I started to notice that there wasn't enough indie books on the store shelf. Like, it's not like they completely excluded indie books, but I was, you know, there was stuff I was like, how come this isn't on there? Like, where, where's the source point? There's not enough scout. Not like there's no scout. There's just not enough. Mm-hmm. And uh, it made me realize, like, if, if, if my shop isn't aware of this stuff, like how the, f- I mean, who else isn't aware? And yeah, I, I don't know. It's good to know that this stuff is getting out there and being appreciated and valued because fuck man, I, 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 I'd be lost if I didn't have this information. Like if I wasn't the one digging up this information, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd be mad every single week. Um, like uh, with, with stuff that I would have missed out on, you know, some of the stuff you really have to dig in the back of previews. It's, it's fucked up how mm-hmm. they, how they treat indie comics. You know, it's, uh, God forbid your, your your publisher start with an S. You might not ever be seen. You know, it's it's it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, but, uh, we uh we always sort of put out the the sort of the hypothesis that like you know we might have somebody on that's that's got a book with 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 source point or or or, or something you know a, a behemoth or something like that, and it's like you know maybe if like three or four people at the same shop call up and say, Hey, you know, I want this book from source point. I want this book from scout, you know, insert company X here. Mm-hmm. The guy, you know, he, the, the, the shop owner might get three calls and he might go, Hey, you know what? I got three calls on here. Let me go with five. And then he put, then he has two more to sort of put on the, on the rack, you know, so that stuff could help as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I, I mean, I, I've seen it work myself. Like I've, I've talked to my, my 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 shop guy and uh you know uh, i've convinced him you know i'll be like he'll be like what, what are you doing with this book and i'll be like you'll see you'll see and then sometimes it, maybe it'll it, it take two weeks but you know someone will be calling and be like hey oh i guess yeah a couple people were looking for this book I'm like yeah because they just listened to my fucking podcast which is late you know <laughs> you know it's uh but he'll, he'll go and he'll order them and then the next time the issue the next issue comes out He'll make sure that, you know, he'll actually have them for the next people. So it's, I don't know. I, I, I've had shops thank me and everything. I, I mean, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but it's, it's, it's crazy to believe that the people that we rely on to, you know, we just think that we, we have this, we, we look at the people behind the counter at shops. Like they're just this encyclopedia. They automatically know everything there is to fucking know about comic books, what's coming out, every single cover, uh, who did what. And I mean, that, that's just not the fucking case. Like they, they, they have shit to do, <laughs> like they've got bills to pay beyond all of that stuff. You know, it's, it's just the reality of it all. And um, yeah, it's, it's, I, I had a bigger point to all of this. Um, <laughs> uh, essentially it's, if, if the shop people don't know, then it, it worries me how, well, I guess I kind of already stated this point, like how, 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 uh, how much we take this knowledge for granted. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I don't know. It's you, you guys as other podcasters in this industry, your praise that, that means quite a bit to me. So I guess I'm just kind of basking in that for a second. Thank you. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I and I know you do this as well. But like, uh, you know, some of the interview shows, like if you're if you have a book that's in in previews, and you know, you're in the back half and you got like you know, three inches and like maybe a two sentence blurb, but to, to go on a podcast and be interviewed for, for 30, 40 minutes to sort of, you know, really get into the story, really get into the creative process. That's going to be 
more valuable for for that creator than you know hopefully somebody you know seeing a a, a really small image in the back of it and and reading sort of whatever amount of text space they get for for you know uh, a ve- elevator pitch or, or mm-hmm. something like that so the, i mean you know the the interview shows that we do um which is, our show has slowly evolved into to a lot of interviews like uh uh, those are those are very sort of valuable, um, you know, for those folks that come on. But you know, Noah and I have also talked about lately. For for us as creators, they're 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 also valuable for us because we sort of take pieces of, you know, when people are talking about their process, we'll take a piece of that and sort of put that in our sort of collective tool belt or tweak something that we're doing. So, you know, those interview shows are, are valuable for, for us as well as, you know, hopefully as they are for, for the guest. Yeah. And I, I, I like to think, you know, I, I approach it both ways. I, and once again, I'm glad you kind of bring this up too, is it's one thing, you know, the, 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 the creator comes on, they're able to promote their work, but there's a lot of my listeners are aspiring creators and they're, they're adding, you know, they're learning things. They're not just, you know, Oh, I'm entertained because this person whose work I enjoy is talking right now. And I get to see another side or listen to another side of them, but they're actually, you know, um, taking lessons from, Mm -hmm. from, from these interviews and, you know, growing their arsenal of creativity. And, um, and in the end, all that's going to do is just, create more work for me in the best way you know <laughs> i mean that's just another fucking person i gotta talk to you know that's it's yeah. i don't know man it, it, it's when you do this right it, it, it's it's so prosperous it, uh, i don't know I, I get so much out of this man and I, I like to think that i'm at least working my way towards doing it right you know i don't think i'm all the way there yet but oh man it's it's fun fucking getting there it, it really is you know it's it's to to have the praise like like you do and i you know the, the messages that i get from uh it, it, it's so it's it's humbling man it is and it's it's the same thing that you guys i mean i don't want to say it's the same thing you guys are doing but in, in a very similar way you guys are creating they're ex- expanding this, this 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 environment for for people like myself so i mean i mean just as podcasters too and and in in the comic book industry it's Oh, I'm loving what the fuck you guys are doing. I really am. It's 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 such a win-win for me having you guys on and having you guys are like it just you got crossing paths with you. It's 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 ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> um, man, uh, I I uh, I I could stumble over myself for probably another hour about how I love everything about this book, and I I I, I could probably break it down panel by panel and joke by joke and punch by punch. But I, I really think that the listeners need to experience them, this on themselves and experience is the word. This isn't just something you're going to read. I mean, this, this, this is, it's a part of me, man. Like I keep, uh, it may not be from Dino Thrashers, but art that was spawned from this book is very proudly displayed in a room that I spend the majority of my life in uh, mm-hmm. more than my bed. You know, <laughs> um, it's, it's amazing what you guys have created, Matt and Noah, and I. I, I really look forward to uh, uh, what you guys are going to continue to do. I have no doubts that this is going to to move on and uh, just spark a mania. I do. I, I believe this that this fucking frenzy is just moments away. Um, I, I really believe that. If anything, a con away. 
you know um just getting people to your tables and uh i don't know man i'm i'm excited for you i keep saying i'm gonna stop saying that but i'm fucking lying uh <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not really gonna stop saying it, i'm excited though. um yeah, geez, yeah, it, means, it means it means a lot uh, it really does yeah so dino thrashers issue one and two on kickstarter now uh just search dino thrashers on kickstarter right i mean that's probably the best thing to do yeah 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 um yeah search dino thrashers um if you want to check out the uh the the instagram account for the constructing comics podcast that's uh at constructing comics pod um noah and i post a lot of sort of progress work in progress picks there you know inks uh colors um you know various covers and stuff like that so that's a good way to sort of day-to-day um keep up with the you know the progress and even after the the kickstarter closes if you want to see you know what page we're on in production we'll we'll be keeping people updated uh that way is also through like kickstarter updates but more sort of probably more immediate you know you can just see some cool dinosaur action some cool you know tech and stuff like that that that's rolling out in the pages it's awesome man oh that's awesome i'm Ah, uh, I can't wait. Uh, do you have a uh, an estimated um, uh, goal as far or delivery goal is what I'm trying to say for this? Yeah, we're hoping um, we're hoping for July for all of the the physical rewards to oh, go nice. out. We 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 um we were shooting for three months last time after we closed, and we were probably at about four months before we were able to deliver anything but you know like with every kickstarter you sort of streamline your process so um i'm after this i'm gonna tell noah to get back to the to the drawing board and mm-hmm. he's he's gonna be hard at work but yeah we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're hoping for about a three month turnaround after the the kickstarter close so so we're looking at um um july um you know we we're working on you know, I think one of the good things about the the setup is is that um, uh, normally, if somebody was running a Kickstarter that was it was an indie creator, um, you know, this whole month would have probably gone to them um, promoting the the book, and maybe not a lot of work was on the book was being done. But the way we have this set up is, you know, you know, I'm heavily into the promotion of the book, which allows Noah and Alfred to continue to just sort of work on pages, um, you know, as, as the Kickstarter's going on, um, you know, the production of the book is, is not slowed down at all. So that's why we're hoping for that, that three month turnaround. There's nobody that on this planet that appreciates time management more than myself. And for, I mean, you, Matthew, to, to come in and to, to, to take really the worst load of a Kickstarter and that's promoting <laughs> um like that, that that that's that that's huge man because it it, it ensures quality from your the the the, the you know the, the the creators the 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 people drawing and writing the book you don't want them to have to step away from a fucking panel to be like oh yeah i gotta put out this fucking facebook post to remind people that i you know I, yeah so it's it's awesome having a promoter man that's huge because it's the job nobody wants to do but it's just as important as everything else doing this so uh shout out to you man that's that's, that's a tough gig dude it's a tough gig <laughs> yeah, he does um, a good yeah. job of it yeah Definitely. i appreciate it yeah well the good thing is with with the guys working I, I always can like earlier today i was like hey uh 
can you send me the, 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 the page of inks you just finished? And, you know, we showed that in our, our Kickstarter update that went out today, you know, so, um, you know, the, the guys are really responsive because I don't want to like post the same image every day. I don't want the, the message to sort of be repetitive. Uh, I like mm -hmm. to, to vary it up. So, you know, having those guys work through the art as we're doing it, I'm always like, Hey, do you got anything new? Let's, let's, let's use it. To, let's show it. Let's, uh, Let's use it for promotion material. So that helps out as well. It's wise, man. That's wise. Well, fellas, uh, I've, I've, I've taken enough of your time. This really has been an absolute joy and a pleasure. I, I look forward to this book being delivered. I cannot wait. I want to see more out of all of my dudes, man, out of Glide. And uh, I'm sorry, like, uh, Gade and Tusk my dudes like that's yeah. those are my those are my fucking pterosaurs man like that's my bebop and rock steady type of like <laughs> oh <laughs> i fucking nice. love it man <laughs> i love it um uh, yeah awesome. I, I might be team pterosaur i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> that's Shit, that's a, that that's okay i mean it you know going back to gi joe you know cobra was you know really cool to look at and the, it was like you were always like you know i know that these guys are terrible but you know that that his tank looks really really awesome so you know it's it's yeah. you know it, it's 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 important that your, the... bad, your bad guys have a little bit of uh you know appeal to them yeah right? they're, they're they're appealing their evil appeal they have an evil appeal or an appealing evil whatever you want to call it yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, i'm there man I'm, I'm i'm here for it all all right guys um thank you so so much uh i'm uh i i wish the absolute best for this campaign i want it to surpass a thousand backers i want you to have to be drawing your fucking fingers raw on commissions <laughs> noah um, oh, thanks. I, 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 I kind of hope there's a little bit of blood in mine. Like I want mine to be last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, oh man. But that's, it's, you, you always put everything you have into it, man. I could, I, I could feel it. It's, uh, it's, it's a thing of beauty, what you guys are doing here. So I'm going to let you get back to work because I need this book, um, delivered on time. Uh, at this point, I don't, I feel like I'm doing an injustice by keeping you, um, Thank you again, and uh, I'm I'm sure that we'll be talking again. Sounds good. Thank you. Sounds uh, great. Thanks. It's been my pleasure, guys. Stay safe. Good morning, Brian Wayne here to tell you about my new podcast, The Real Brains. The Real Brains podcast is a show coming out daily, dedicated to the everyday struggle of just the average human being. From troubles with rage to uh, just anecdotes about uh, very strange human interactions, this podcast really is just a uh, somebody that's all too familiar with the struggle. I'm here to let you know that you are not alone, so come laugh at uh, our pain together every single weekday, every place you can catch a podcast. Check out The Real Brains with Brian Wayne, and remember, stay sane. I am Leighton. And I am Christy. And this is Cheers to Parenting. A couple's guide to parenthood. On this bi-monthly podcast, we'll pull a topic from our parenting tip jar 
and then discuss. Using parenting skills we've learned over the years of parenting our three children. Which combined gives us 60 plus years experience with the good, bad, and ugly of parenthood. Perfect kids? Nope. Expert parenting? Absolutely not. But it's worked for us. Give us a listen at anchor.fm slash cheers to parenting pod. Advice from birth. Until you get them off your payroll. Well, there you have it. A couple more creators cornered. Another episode in the books. Episode 315. It's crazy. Um, yeah. Uh, I, like I said, I, I babbled on like a fucking idiot throughout this podcast, but luckily Noah and uh, Matt are uh, professionals. So <laughs> their, their professionalism uh, was able to reel me back in, but I, it, it, it wasn't an act. And, um, you know, I... Uh, I am legitimately excited about this goddamn book, people. So, um, remember, head on over to Kickstarter, back Dino Thrashers issues one and two, get you some of that original art, and uh, yeah, do the right thing. Do the right thing. Um, while you're out doing the right thing, remember to, uh, to, to leave those reviews. Continuing to get great reviews. I thank you so much. Um... Yeah, uh, Apple Podcasts is the best place to do that, but you could also head on over to Podchaser. It's like the IMDb slash Rotten Tomatoes kinda-ish of podcasts and podcasters. Uh, so yeah, you could search all of my shit. My, my, you could search me as a creator. You, you could search Cheers to Comics, or you could search my other podcast, The Real Brains, um, on Podchaser and review them on there as well. And while you're at Podchaser, might as well like the Apocalypse list, you know? since you're there, because why not? I mean, uh, the Apocalypse is the, the, the best, the culmination of the best podcast the internet has to offer, as myself and Ken M from the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour, you know, we scour Twitter and the internet for just amazingly awesome podcasts and supportive podcasts, because it's a community. It's what it is. It's what we're trying to build here. So, uh, but it's it's all quality, man. That's the big thing. Sweet. <laughs> quality. So, while you're at uh, podchaser.com click on lists, look over to the right you'll see the apocalypse, it's like the apocalypse with a D cause, <laughs> and uh, yeah give it a follow, give it a like and uh, we're constantly adding new shows to the lineup so it's it's all types of good stuff um, alright, that's it thank you so much for tuning in, this has been episode 315 um, uh, yeah, I'll talk to you the next time there's things about comics to talk about. I command that you stay safe and read responsibly. Cheers, you fuckers. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Mm. Hello, and welcome. My name is Terry Mayo. I'm a comic book creator, registered nurse, amateur proctologist, and expert in the paranormal. It is that expertise that brings me here today. 
In all my travels through the unknown, only one case continues to haunt me to this day. That is the case, buddy. Buddy. It is a case so frightening. It's been kept hidden until now. With the help of fellow comic book creators, artist Dave Schwartz, and letterer Zinn, that the true story of Buddy can finally be told to all of you. Buddy number one is a whopping 30 pages, beautifully printed on premium paper. Each physical issue will come bagged, boarded, and signed by writer-creator Terry Mayo. Every backer of the physical tier will receive the rewards in sturdy comic book mailers with the expectation that Buddy will be ready to arrive at all backers' homes by late August. Buddy follows the misadventures of an utterly unassuming hero named Buddy. Buddy is a simple pug who is content to wake up, pee, eat, chase birds, fall asleep, repeat. That is, until a doorway to evil enters his home. Buddy is told from the point of view of the household pets, and in a nutshell, it's like Milo and Otis meets The Exorcist. It's a humorous take on the demonic possession genre, and in its own little way is a story the whole family will enjoy, assuming your family is as twisted as mine. There are several tiers available with variant covers, enable pins, die-cut stickers, buddy trading cards, and more. For the very bravest among you, we also have original artwork commissions and original page art from the very first issue of Buddy. We even offer backers the chance to be drawn and featured in future issues of the Buddy Saga. So please, help us get the exciting story of Buddy out to the masses by supporting the Kickstarter and telling every soul you know about it. The world might just depend on it. Please support the Kickstarter. Blah.